I am the greatest. Famous words spoken by a young boxer about to attempt his crowning goal. Goals flow from purpose and meaning. If all you have is goals, you will lose your way. Hey, I'm D. Scott Smith, motivational listener. I teach a science-based method of business networking. We know business networking is the most effective business tool you can invest in and that 85% of jobs never get posted. They go to someone in the network. The best business referrals come by word of mouth from a network member that knows, likes, and trusts you. Building a network is a fine goal, but where do we get our goals? When you achieve a goal, what replaces it? Likely another goal, but where does that goal flow from? I'll tell you that goals flow from having purpose and meaning. I am the greatest. In February of 1964, Cassius Marcellus Clay Jr., later to become Muhammad Ali, said he was the greatest. He was 22 years old. He started training as a boxer 10 years earlier as an outlet for the frustration of being a black man in segregated Louisville, Kentucky. Clay had won an Olympic gold medal in the light heavyweight division at the 1960 Games in Rome. He was now preparing to enter the ring against the champion, Sonny Liston, and an opportunity as the underdog to win the heavyweight championship of the world. Shortly after winning the world championship, the fighter changed his name to Cassius X, then to Muhammad Ali. The previous 10 years of his life were leading up to this moment. He had been planning to become the champion and remain the champion. If we were to have been there with him in that moment, Ali would have told us about his development as an amateur boxer and the transition to the professional level. If we asked him about his plans for the next 10 years, he might have told us he would defend the title against any worthy opponent. He defended his championship in 1965 in a rematch with Liston and against Floyd Patterson. The troubles of the times would continue to be evident. Also in 1965, Ali's spiritual mentor and civil rights leader Malcolm X was assassinated. There were two governing bodies for boxing, and one of them, the WBA, took his championship title away from him in 1966 because he had joined the Nation of Islam, called Black Muslims at the time. In 1967, Ali was drafted. As a conscientious objector, he refused to enter service Muhammad Ali was stripped of the rest of his championship title and banned from competing as a boxer anywhere in the world and prohibited from leaving the United States. This is when Ali's vision of purpose and meaning truly become evident. If he was only chasing after goals, he would have been lost. At age 12, Muhammad Ali became involved in boxing as a constructive outlet. His skill led him to compete six years later at the highest level as an amateur. Winning Olympic gold was then replaced by entering the boxing ring as a professional. If Ali's only purpose was to be the best boxer, then four years later that goal would be completed as he won the World Heavyweight Championship. If Ali's purpose and meaning resided in being a boxer, his life would have ended when he was stripped of his title and ability to compete only three years after achieving his sport's highest level of recognition. Being the greatest provided visibility to a man that society may have ignored. The notoriety offered a platform to share his message that flowed from his meaning and purpose. Ali understood his identity and meaning was not tied to his profession. Despite being stripped of his title because of his choice of religion and losing his ability to earn money in his chosen profession 
because of his beliefs, he did not feel like something was taken from him. Muhammad Ali said, I didn't lose it, I turned it down. He became a speaker and traveled to colleges and universities, speaking about civil rights. In 1971, his case had worked through the court system to the U.S. Supreme Court. They voted unanimously to overturn the verdict against Ali. In 1974, ten years after Muhammad Ali became the boxing heavyweight champion of the world, he recaptured the title in Zaire, beating George Foreman. When we consider planning our future, we often think in terms of goals, and this is where we can get into trouble. We see this in post-Olympic depression. For example, swimmer Allison Schmidt won five medals, three gold, in the 2012 London Games, and she set a world record. Then Schmidt suffered depression. We ought to plan our future based on purpose and meaning. If all you have are goals, when they're achieved or become unachievable, an enormous void appears. If Ali had only a goal of a gold medal or a world championship, his world would have ended at age 22. What we witnessed was that, yes, he, he did have goals. He also had meaning and purpose. We find that those with purpose and meaning live longer, happier, and healthier lives than those without. Generating purpose requires insight, introspection, and planning. In research by McKnight and Cashton of George Mason University, we read, Purpose directs our life goals and daily decisions by guiding the use of finite personal resources. This podcast is not designed to help you discover or define your purpose. I find it suspect. If you listen to this episode and the result was finding your place in the universe, I'm telling you that goals are important and they must come from purpose. Describe your ideal future, not in terms of your goals. Rather, define your future based on meaning and purpose. Because from these come your dreams and goals. If your future is based on goals, you risk the void, similar to Allison Schmidt's post-Olympic experience. Ali's ability to compete as an athlete was taken from him. If he had found his value in boxing, it would have been easy for him to lose his way, perhaps getting caught up in alcohol, drugs, or for depression to take him into obscurity. Instead, Muhammad Ali was seen as a man of principles. In 1996, he once again stood on the Olympic platform and inspired the world as he lifted the torch to light the Olympic cauldron at the opening of the Games in Atlanta, Georgia. I mentioned that it takes insight, introspection, and planning to clarify your purpose. Once you've done that, establishing, pursuing, and achieving goals is simpler. Not easy, but what to pursue and the means will be clarified. Sometimes this can be accomplished alone, but not often. In my life, it's always been best when I have advisors, mentors, and coaches. I'm a part of a mastermind that provides structure and accountability. Outside accountability has been hugely beneficial for me professionally and personally. An athlete like Muhammad Ali had raw talent and needed a team of coaches, trainers, mentors, and promoters to reach his potential. It might be you have a team in place right now that will unshackle your potential. Perfect, beautiful. If not, Let's chat about what you need. Schedule a no-cost, no-obligation call with me. dscottsmith.com slash contact Scott. You might be hearing about things like creating a roadmap to chart your success. That's great. That's a wonderful plan, and it requires two things, a beginning point and a destination. Let's get on a call together and scope out where you are and where you want to go. Then we can set a course to get you from here to there. 
Reach out to me, schedule time, dscottsmith.com slash contact Scott. Don't withhold your talents from the world. They need what you have to offer because you are the greatest. Hey, I'm D. Scott Smith, motivational listener. Thank you for taking time to listen. Have a fabulous day. Cheers.